Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. All right. Hope I hope you like the intro. That's something new that I've done. And it was done by a professional, which really makes it really makes it sound uh, professional, <laughs> for lack of a better term. And I'm, I'm really happy with it. So I hope you were happy with it, too. It, it doesn't really take up that much time. And I'm going to uh, uh, he gave me several of them to use. So we're going to we're going to take a look at it as we go along. But I kind of like the, the opening I used. It kind of puts well, it puts it puts the correct spin on on what I'm trying to do here. Ah, uh, let's see. What do I want to talk about today? Oh, yes. Uh, the Supreme Court nomination. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's the thing of today that I want to talk about. It's, 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 uh, I, actually, I'm a little distracted right now because I'm having a little trouble with my GarageBand app. And uh, I don't like recording it on Anchor, which is usually where I, I, I post on Anchor, but I don't record on Anchor. And the reason I do is because I have more I have a lot more control of the sound quality here on uh, on uh, GarageBand, but suddenly, for some unknown reason, it just started doing something wacky, and I've been dealing with it for the last thirty minutes to try to figure out what exactly the problem is. So uh, I'm keeping my eye out on the uh, on the screen here to make sure that it's doing what I want it to do. So it looks like it is. All right, so uh, let's go back to the Supreme Court nomination now. What happened is yesterday, for some reason. Now, now this is not this is not exactly news. All right, this is they knew this was coming. Judge Breyer, who is a a liberal on the court, okay, he had decided he's eighty three years old for God's sakes. I mean, this guy, this guy's he's got he, this guy's seen some stuff. Okay, so he's been around for quite some time. And he has said that he was going to step down at some point. Well, apparently he, he decided yesterday, or it was announced yesterday, which is, which is kind, of, kind of unusual because he, uh, uh, middle of the week, usually, well, I, I shouldn't say you, sh- you never do that in the middle of the week. This is good news for, for the Democrats, right? Because now they get a chance to nominate someone who's an, you know, a lefty, a liberal, with uh, you know conservative, or I mean, uh, with progressive uh, thoughts, possibly I don't know. Depends on who you pick. See, the interesting thing about Supreme Court nominees and and people who are on the Supreme Court, you never really know until they put the robe on how they're going to rule on anything because they're there for life. Okay, they're there for life. Briar's Briar happens to be one of the very few who fulfilled what he was brought to the court for, and that was to have a liberal stance. He's always been that way. He's, he's very, uh, he's one of the guys that really, I think, actually enjoys his job, uh, you know, from what I hear, because you can't see it, okay? All you see are pictures of these guys. That's it, pictures. We don't, we don't ever get to see any kind of uh, video of them, because for some reason or another, it was decided a long time ago there would be no video of the Supreme Court while it's, while it's in session, which I never have understood that. Why, when, it, when you figure it's the people's court, 
you and I, as a taxpayer, are paying these guys salaries, okay? Why can't we see what they're doing? I don't understand that. Think about it. Think about it. the Rittenhouse case. It was all over the newspapers. It was, you, could, you could turn it on and live stream it, okay? Um, you know, O.J. Simpson back in the day, it was on TV, obviously. They've actually made entire series of TV series of actual footage of actual court cases. Why couldn't you have the Supreme Court on there? I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But all you can get at this point, as far as a taxpayer or an observer, is the audio of such things. So, I mean, I don't know. These guys coming drunk? I mean, they haven't shaved maybe or they're having a bad hair day? I don't understand why you wouldn't want to have this on, you know, video. I, I've never have understood that. So I've always been a little disappointed in that because I think it would be interesting to see. I really do. I, I think it would be uh, educational for everyone. You'd see how these people interact, what, how, they, how they're, they're, they're uh, you know, body language, things like that. But that's another subject completely. But Breyer, Breyer uh, it was announced yesterday that Breyer, in fact, will be uh, stepping down. So that means that the Democrats have an opportunity to replace him with someone even more progressive, which it really won't change the, the uh, complexion of the, the court itself. That, that really is not going to happen because you knew that at some point he was going to, he was going to step down. and would probably be while a Democrat was in office. So now we've got Joe Biden in office. Now, the interesting thing is we've got the midterms coming up, okay? And I think Breyer did this also because he knows that the Democrats are going to get their asses handed to him in, in November, or at least that's what it appears at this point. So he knows that now's the time to get out because in order to get a nominee up and get it, uh, the process fulfilled, uh, get, get the nomination approved by the, uh, by the uh, uh, Senate, or well, let's see, is it the Senate or the House? That's the Senate. Yeah, the Senate does it. That's right. And they would, uh, they would need to do it now because if they lose a couple Senate seats, it, it, that's going to go sideways. They, they won't have this opportunity again. So they figured now's the time to do it. Now, here's the interesting part about this. If you remember back when Trump was in office, uh, what was the first thing the Democrats said when there became an opening on the Supreme Court when Ginsburg died? When, what was the first thing that the, uh, the, the Democrats said? Think about it. What did, they, what did they say? They said, oh, we should wait until after the election before we, we nominate anyone because we should have the people decide on who should, be in, uh, who should take this, this spot, which I find hilarious because if the tables were turned, that's exactly what they'd be saying right now. And I personally think that Republicans should say the very same thing. We should wait until after the midterms. Let the people speak. Let, let America speak. If they decide that they want a um, liberal uh, Senate and liberal Congress, then we'll get a liberal judge in. If they decide on the other, uh, we'll have a conservative judge, right? Isn't that the way it works? It works in both directions. But that's not going to happen because the Democrats are, are hypocrites, okay? If it weren't for double standards, they'd have no standards whatsoever. So they will push this. I know Schumer's already said that he's going to push this through. It is a speedy process. Speedy process. Now, now uh, speedy is, by definition, uh, hard to define. It really is. That, that word, it, you can't really define it. It's kind of, it's kind of in a, a, a gray area. But speedy, that's like uh, uh, happy uh, or sad. I mean, how sad? How fast? How, you know, how speedy? How speedy? Well, um, you know, if we do it in uh, 10 years, we get, we get to this process and do it in 10 years. That would be speedy 
in comparison to the age of the uh, uh, country itself, right? And the age of the country itself is speedy in comparison to possibly, I don't know, the millennium. Uh, go down the list. Uh, speedy compared to what? The, the age of the universe? So same thing with speedy trial, okay? You've seen people in jail for years at a time before their trial ever comes to light. And that's, there's nothing you can do about it because there is no such thing as a speedy trial. There is no such thing as speedy. So we'll see how this plays out. Of course, Schumer, he's an idiot, and he wants it. He thinks that this is all going to go right through. I don't know that it is. They've actually changed the rules in the, uh, in the House of Representatives as far as uh, conferences, committees. Uh, they could stop this. They could, they could actually at least put it on hold. It wouldn't die. It would still be there. But it, the, if, if the Democrats want to push this through, they're going to have a hard time. It, the, the rules have been changed. So we'll see how this all plays out. Now, the interesting thing is, Breyer, he's not too happy about this announcement, and I don't blame him. He's 83 years old. The last thing he needs is some weird scrutiny and media attention that he wasn't really prepared for. So, there, from what I'm reading, he was upset because this was announced early. From what I, I can learn, he actually told a, a handful of people, told them to keep it on the QT, and informed the White House so that they they would know so that they would have a plan of attack once he announced. Because if you listen to Saki and Joe Biden yesterday, all they kept saying was, it will be announced when the, the, uh, the, the, the judge decides that's when it's to be announced. Not before, we're not going to comment on it until that time comes. So they're already da- downplaying this. So my guess is, now if you think, what, Breyer's cousin released this to NBC? I doubt it. I doubt it. I think because it was NBC especially, and you know uh, Biden has them in his back pocket. I would say the White House released this. They they let NBC know that this was probably going to take place without the consent of Breyer. That's that's my that's my thought on it. Because if you look at the front pages of every newspaper and every website today, what is off the front page? I'll tell you what's off the front page: all of Joe Biden's failures. Okay. Ukraine's off the front page. This is all they're talking about. Breyer, Breyer, new Supreme Court justice, okay? So, I don't know. I don't know. Did they do it on purpose? Did they do it by mistake? I don't think so. Saki even said, uh, you know, that she's going to leave it up to the, uh, to, the, to the judge to actually make the announcement. I don't know. Breyer, I don't, think, I don't think Breyer would have done this. I think he would have waited till June or July to do this, to announce it. Uh, why, why do it while you're still in session? This, this makes no sense. He's going to get all, it's going to be a circus, okay? So what I think is, because of the Ukraine situation, inflation, uh, crime, uh, the, the, the uh, uh, shipping containers out in California, the, you know, the, uh, the process all backed up. You're talking about the southern border, uh, inflation, price of gas. There is a multitude of things that Biden would like to have a couple of days off and not have to answer about. Okay? And so would Zaki. So now it's all going to be focused on this Supreme Court nomination. And I think that was a strategy. It wouldn't surprise me in the least. I really believe that. I think that that's what they did. Now, is that a, is that a good call? I don't know. I don't know if it is or not. I mean, you pissed off one of the, you're going to piss off one of the, uh, he's not an idiot. Breyer's not stupid. He's a, he's a Supreme Court justice. That's like, you know, a rocket scientist or a brain surgeon. These guys are pretty sharp. For the most part, 
especially when it comes to the law. He's going to be able to figure this out real quick who did this. Now, whether or not he takes any, you know, any, uh, uh, you know, revenge over this, I doubt it. But, I mean, he's not going to be too happy. Now, does Biden care? I don't think so. He couldn't care less. Now, now when Joe was running for president, he said straightforward that he was going to, if he had the opportunity, he would nominate a woman of color to the Supreme Court. Okay, now, when you say that, it sounds real good. It sounds like you're being progressive and you're being, you know, um, you're not being racist. You, you want to nominate a black woman. Well, what about men? Okay, are you being racist against them? What about an Asian man? How about an Asian woman? How about a Latino? How about a white man? How about a white woman? Are we, are we, are we being reverse racist here? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. This, this, they don't, it, they don't see the forest for all the damn trees half the time, and they really don't care. He said he was going to nominate a black woman, and they will nominate a black woman. I guarantee it. You know, Sackey's even said that, that the White House will still uh, uh, nominate a black woman. So qualifications be damned. We don't care if she's even qualified for this, as long as she's a black woman. Okay? So that worked real well when they nominated uh, Kamala Harris for uh, vice president. Now, didn't it? Talk about somebody that's completely unqualified for the spot she's in. Believe me. I fully believe, without any doubt, I could, I could serve as vice president just as easy, probably better than Kamala Harris. And that's no, that's not, I'm not bragging on myself. I'm not. I'm not. I'm really not. But I kinda, I, I've got a bit of a personality that's a little more likable, and I think I could carry on a conversation for more than five minutes without cackling like a damn uh, hen that just laid an egg, right? I really believe that. I think I could do that. Now, the vice president's jobs most of the time are strictly to go to funerals, to fill in where the president can't be there. That's what it's been all along. What Joe Biden did was he set this woman up for failure because he knew she was unqualified. I don't think he likes her, that no one likes her. I mean, think about it. I mean, she had an approval rating of about 5% when she was running for uh, president herself. Not only that, but she called him a racist on national television. That People don't forget that kind of stuff. And I mean, by the way, she was right. Biden is a racist, but there's no doubt about it. They both are, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, look at the 94 crime bill. And uh, Biden called, uh, he didn't want his children, what did he say in the, 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 the late 80s? He didn't want his kids going to uh, a school that's like a jungle. Yeah, so you're referring to black people as, as apes. I mean, that's basically what he was doing. Let's, let's be honest here. So I, I don't know. I don't think he likes her. And I think, I think he wants to get rid of her. Now, Here's my thoughts on this. If, if the, what would be the best way to take care of this? You could kill two birds with one stone. You could get a left-leaning lunatic on the Supreme Court, and you could get rid of one of your worst problems you've got right now, and that is to nominate Kamala Harris as the next uh, nominee for the Supreme Court. She is an attorney. She's a black woman. That would be the perfect way to do this. Think about it. Now, I mean, I could be wrong on this. I could be wrong, and I'm not predicting this. But if you think about the strategy, that would actually be a smart move. You would get her out of the way, get her off the ticket. Bye-bye. You know, it's a, it's a lifetime appointment. She's, already, she's got a job. She doesn't have to worry about running for re-election, which she is incapable of doing. And no one likes her, okay? So you're not helping yourself. I mean, I mean that's, this is not working at all. They, they, have a, they have no dynamic together whatsoever. They, you can tell that there's, it's like, it's like uh, 
oh, it's like oil and vinegar. It just doesn't work when they're when they're on stage together. So my here's my here's my bottom line here. Kamala Harris is nominated to become a Supreme Court justice, which she will get. First of all, that will they will be able to put that through. There's no doubt about that. I think they can get that pushed through. Now, who who does he nominate and pick up as his vice president? Well, who's been lurking around in the weeds, slithering around like a snake here for the last six months? Who's been doing that? Who wants to be president and who never was able to be president? Hillary Clinton, you betcha. You bet HCR, I'm telling you. Or HRC, geez, sorry. HRC, Hillary Rodham Clinton. I think that Joe will pick her. I think at the end of the day, he knows he's not going to run for re-election. And I tell you what, at the, at the end of the day, she got 61 million votes. Okay? Now, whether or not that keeps her, uh, whether or not people like her or not, I don't know. Women, there are some, there's some groups of women who absolutely adore this woman. She is a snake. She is a slithering, dangerous viper is what she is. Most people do not like her. But that really doesn't matter because she doesn't have to run for office. Okay? She will be appointed to this spot. She does have, I mean, think about it. She's got this, she has the, uh, uh, she's got the experience. She's senator. She was a secretary of state. She was in the White House for eight years. Okay. She's, she, she served under Obama. I mean, it plays out perfectly. Call me wacky and call me crazy, but I think that's what's going to happen. This is the Average Joe Podcast. The Average Joe Podcast. You like that bridge? I did. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, anyway, okay, we'll go through the news right quick. Uh, let's see. Number one is Dan, Dan Bongino was banned permanently from YouTube. Okay. Uh, that, uh, that's kind of interesting. That's kind of interesting because he's actually been asking for that, which is, which is hilarious because Dan, Dan's got his own show. He's, got, he's uh, invested in Rumble and uh, Parler which Rumble is actually the new tech version of uh, YouTube. YouTube's uh, shot themselves in the foot so many times. They've banned so many people. They're, this is not going to work for much longer. These people do not know what they're doing. I don't know who's in charge at YouTube anymore, but uh, he's been asking for this, and they actually did him a favor. He's got over 2 million followers on YouTube. You think some of those aren't going to go over to Parler, where money's going to go directly into his pocket? Of course it is. Of course it is. That was a stupid move on on YouTube, and they did it because he dared him to, and they did it anyway. And it was over medical misinformation. He's saying that masks don't work, that ivermectin does, hydro- hydroxychloroquine does. There's a, he, he even put a list of there on there about things that he had taken in order to beat the, uh, the virus, and they got rid of him. They said, bye. Okay, well, good for you. That was not a, not a very bright move. Number two, uh, Stephen Breyer to retire from SCOTUS. Okay, yeah, speedy confirmation. I talked about that in the uh, opening in my main, uh, in my main story. So th- we'll see how that all plays out. But it is the, one of the number one stories in the country right now. I didn't put it as number one because I thought Dan Bongino getting banned off of uh, YouTube was more important. Uh, let's see. Uh, number three, there's uh, three tax changes you need to know before filing your return. Now, these are, these are changes that were made last year, so you need to know about this. Uh, if you didn't get your, your stimulus payment, uh, now's the time to, uh, to uh, claim it and to make sure that you get paid for that. Okay, it's $1,400. You, you really do need to do that. If you have not done that, 
they're going to assume you have, okay? And they're going to figure you got the $1,400, so it's going to be tacked on, okay? Uh, number two, child tax credit will, in fact, lead to smaller refunds. Remember that. When you, when you took the child tax credit on a monthly basis and got that check or, or money put in your account on a monthly basis, that's going to hurt you in the long run. It will change your refund, okay? And number three, unemployment will be taxed, which it hasn't been. Uh, I think it was up to $10,000. Now it's going to be taxed. All of it is, which as far as I'm concerned, all three of these are stupid. Uh, the IRS should be just done away with. It should be a, a flat tax. doesn't matter. 17%, whatever, whatever they come up with and call it a day. But all this stuff is ridiculous. That's just more, more things for you not to be able to do at home so that you have to go to an uh, accountant or a lawyer to have your taxes done. That's all it is. All right, number four. 5.4 million first-time gun buyers last year, folks. 5.4 million first-time gun buyers. That's not including the people who have guns who bought guns in addition to the ones they've got at home. This was 5.4 million first-time gun buyers. That's a lot. That's a lot. And if you think they were all conservative, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Liberals know, too, that they, they need to protect themselves. So I don't know if, these, if any of these went, took place in California and New York. Probably not. But somewhere along the line, almost six, well, five and a half million people bought a gun for the first time. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting turn of events. And if that, that's the only thing saving us from total anarchy and total uh, authoritarianism. Oh, well, anyway, basically martial law. The government wants to take over a country. First thing they want to do is take your guns. Mao did it. Stalin did it. Castro did it. it you know, down the list. Yeah, Pol Pot, he did too. They take the guns and then they start to abuse you. And with 5.4 million first-time gun owners in the United States, that's in addition to the ones that had it. It's going to be a little tougher to take over the country like that. They got to do it. Subvert, they have to subvert it. They got to do it covertly. And that's what they're doing with uh, the uh, uh, co coronavirus, as far as I'm concerned. That's the biggest part of it. Uh, let's see, number five, Brent crude oil futures. Top $90 for the first time in over seven years. Now, if you don't know what Brent crude is, that's a, that's a sweet, low sulfur oil that's extra extracted from the North Sea. That's a, it's in, uh, just off of Europe. It'd be with Northwestern Europe in, uh, in the ocean. And that's usually a, that's usually a indicator of what's going to go on in any other. Uh, because, see, that's, that's the easiest one to refine. Okay? Now, these are futures. They're saying that this is going to, that this has to do with prices maybe a month from now. And it's topping $90. So that means the price of fuel is, in fact, going to go up. All right? I would say you'll see $4 a gallon, probably in most of the United States, by spring, early summer. Because that's when refineries shut down for maintenance. And that's when the largest demand uh, comes up, when people are traveling. So that's not good for news for you or me or anyone who commutes or anyone who wants to go on vacation. It's going to be very expensive to do that. It's going to be... Well, most in seven years, right? So that goes back to the Obama administration. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. All right. Now, mind you, just as an aside, remember that uh, during the Trump administration, we were energy independent. Okay? So there's that. Uh, number six. Uh, Biden's DOJ recommends a lesser sentence for an 
arsonist who killed a man because of his beliefs in Black Lives Matters. All right, so now, as an excuse to get a lesser sentence, they're using the Black Lives Matters uh, mantra, okay? They're saying, well, I was crazy because of George Floyd getting killed, and I just couldn't help myself. Yeah, yeah, see how that works for a white guy, if he says the same thing and uses a white, Teddy Roosevelt as an example. Yeah, you'd be laughed out of court. This, this is where our, our court system and the Department of Justice is going, right down the toilet, as far as I'm concerned. It's horrible what's going on. Yeah, this, this is not good. This is not good. He killed a guy. He set fire to a building who a man was sleeping in, and it killed the guy. All right? And now, instead of uh, 400 or 200 uh, months, he's getting like 105 or something. I mean, it's cut in half. It's cut in half. Yeah. And he's a black guy. Uh, you know, of course, he's a black guy. So he's getting away with it. So I, I disagree with this completely. I, I think that's a mistake. And it's just a sign of things to come as far as I'm concerned. Uh, number seven, Chicago Public Schools received $2.8 billion to, to set up a fortification and safety issues within the, the Chicago public school system to prevent uh, the transmission of the coronavirus. Okay, They received this back last year, $2.8 billion dollars and they've spent most of it on that very thing putting air filters in uh, you know social distancing issues stuff like that and what do they do the chicago uh, uh school system uh, under the guise of the union the labor union has decided not to go back to work and as far as i'm i know they have not gone back to work and they're teaching i, I don't know what they're doing i thought lori uh lori lightfoot had cut them off from uh being able to teach online. So I don't know what's going on. I, I need to look that up and find out. Uh, number eight. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a ridiculous one. And Neil Young uh, from uh, Crosby, Steele's Nash. You know, oh, he's an idiot, okay? He tried to take on Joe Rogan. He tried to take on Spotify and demand that they take Joe Rogan off of their, their platform. Uh, he said it's either him or me. Well, guess what? They chose Joe Rogan. <laughs> Because he has much more of a following. Uh, the money that they paid him was well worth it. Uh, everyone, he's one of the largest, he is the largest podcast in the world, as far as I know. And he's a straight shooter. He tells the truth. I like the guy. I do. Uh, he's, he has some great guests on. They delve into things, and they take a lot of time to do it. I, I think that Jordan Peterson was on there the other day for four hours. And if you don't know who Jordan Peterson is, you should look it up. Psychiatrist. Really smart guy from Canada, uh, uh, knows how the world's working and knows what's, what works and what doesn't. And had him on there for four hours. He's had several doctors on there who are steadfastly against the vaccines and explained why and showed the statistics. And, and you know, now you got the uh, uh, Surgeon General uh, saying that he should be, that, that Joe Rogan should be banned. You know, he should be censored. The, the Surgeon General, for God's sakes. Uh, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. But Neil Young was an idiot. He should have never thought about it. He, he thought he was going to go up against this guy. Most people know who Joe Rogan is. Most, pe most young people don't have a clue who Neil Young, Neil Young is. Okay? So they, removed, they, they decided to remove all of his music, Neil Young's music. So Neil took a hit financially today because he's an idiot. And I don't feel sorry for him at all. He's a smart ass. Same thing with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I have no respect for that guy whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, coming out against uh, John Stockton because he's, he, he, he thinks that getting a vaccine is probably a bad idea and he's against max, mask mandates. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is a moron. He's, he's as dumb as I thought. He's as dumb as he is tall, okay? Uh, let's see. Speaking of other stupid people, uh, Trudeau from Canada, all right? There's another idiot for you. He's slamming the anti-vaccine truckers for holding what he considers and he calls unacceptable views. Now, what is an unacceptable view and who makes that determination? Trudeau is an idiot. Why Canada doesn't revolt and take and just demand he, he leave office? They, they actually have a, uh, 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 what is it, a, uh, a line of cars going there. They're going to try and get a million people in Quebec demanding his resignation. And he just dismisses it. They're all crazy people. Well, I got news for you. you get, if you can convince a million people to go to one spot in one day or a couple of days to demand that you, you leave, there are a huge amount of people out here who feel the same way and either don't have the time or, or the money to make, that, to make that, that journey, okay? You have got a real problem. Trudeau's an idiot. Always been an idiot. Never cared for him. And if you look at him real close, his mother apparently had an affair with uh, Fidel Castro because he looks just like him. Yes, just like him. Now, is that the case? I don't know. But his, his mother did have an affair with, with Castro about the time that he, you know, he, he was born. So I don't know. So if, if, if uh, communism is a genetic defect, defect i would say uh trudeau's he may have been passed that may have been passed along so <laughs> all right uh let's see number 10 and this is one of the more important ones and kind of interesting things florida doctor says that families are sneaking ivermectin into loved ones in hospitals with covid and they're seeing improvement how about that that's a that's a damning a damning statement that if that gets out in the in, and it won't in the mainstream media but if, if people start hearing about this, that's going to that's gonna drive people nuts. It's going to drive the left nuts. It's going to drive the Karens of the world nuts, okay? Because Fauci's wanting kids under four years old to get three shots. Now, that's, he announced that. I, I read that the other day. Yeah, so he, we, we all need to have shots. They'll, they'll, be having, they'll be giving COVID shots to the newborns, the way I look at it. And it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So anyway, that's all we got today. And uh, enjoy my outro and see what you think about it. All right. Thanks a lot. See you tomorrow. And remember, it's the 27th of January and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. Let's go, Brandon. As always, thanks for listening to the Average Joe podcast. Be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media. Remember, if you haven't told all your friends, you're wrong.